The Blockbusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Bromance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Blockbusters Podcast. Episode 75 of the Blockbusters Podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Brian. And today we'll be talking about Suicide Squad, as you yes, can probably will. guess, eh? Uh, first and foremost, do follow us on Twitter at Blockbusters, Facebook, Blockbusters. We're on Instagram at Blockbusters. We have an email, blockbusterpodcast at gmail.com, if you want to get a hold of us in extremely long form or <laughs> anything like that. Uh-huh. We have a website, blockbusters.webs.com, and... As I said before, one day I will just make it blokebusters dot com. But uh, <laughs> one day, yes, don't, don't really we have, have the money spared. Yes, uh-huh. and also please do rate and review us on iTunes. If this is your first episode, just stop right now and give us five stars before we can change your mind. And if this isn't your first episode, thanks for coming back. Please give us five stars on iTunes or your podcast platform of choice really doesn't. yes please thank you oh. and thank you yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just in case you're wondering wow Brian seems a little quieter than normal <laughs> I am feeling a little uh, under the weather today folks so I apologize we, I will do my best yes um, I mean the well, the trials and tribulations of podcasting here <laughs> forward forward no matter exactly. how exactly the, uh, the show must go on um <laughs> Which is what this movie insisted on doing, but yes. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> sorry to yes. spoiler on opinions to come. Right. Uh, so, well, obviously, Suicide Squad, directed by David Ayer. I'm assuming is how you pronounce that name. Yeah, A-Y-E-R. that's what I go with. A budget of 175 million dollars, and ten days after release, a box office of worldwide. Four hundred sixty-five million three hundred seventy-four thousand seven hundred and twenty-eight U.S. dollars. So, <laughs> so they make the money. So they're going to keep making them. Yeah. Well, uh, just uh, <laughs> just to jump off a little bit, I believe as a result of this, they are going to be making basically a DC villain s film with Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, mm-hmm. and so on. So there might be some good coming out of it, especially seeing the Wonder Woman trailer. It seems like, at the very least, when it comes to female villains, they haven't really dropped the ball that much. Um, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll get we'll into get to that. that. Yes, as far as my I said that much. We all, we all cover that. Yeah, yeah. So, what is the plot of this? Uh, the plot is a secret government agency recruits a group of imprisoned supervillains to execute dangerous. Black Ops missions in exchange for clemency, which inevitably leads to chaos. Hmm. Somebody with a thesaurus was writing this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So basically, bad guys do stuff to try and get out of prison. It's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of that. And yeah, so I think we should probably start this one with what were you feeling going in? What were my feelings going into this? Um, I... <laughs> so, uh, once again, as I always get out of this out of the way, these are spoiler episodes. Everything is a spoiler episode. If yes. you wish to see Suicide Squad and don't want it ruined, see it first, then listen to this. Yep. Um, that being said, um, I was going into this thinking, you know, uh, the first note I made was pretty much was that uh, DC is kind of um, your ex-girlfriend, or just your ex in general, whoever your ex may be, <laughs> that keeps wanting you to take them back and you keep taking them back and they keep <laughs> promising that they'll change yes. and and I bought it one more time <laughs> I thought yeah they can change uh, wait you cheated again <laughs> um, right. so I mean I I thought this had a chance to be decent right. I was certainly expecting it to be miles and miles ahead of Batman Vision. Yes, BBS. Um, not necessarily what I like. Like I said, getting a little too far ahead, but I, I don't know, know quite if, if it hit that mark that okay. I was expecting it to. Um, 
It didn't. Uh, <laughs> terrible. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I was expecting so much more. And once again, um, had my heart just shattered all over the place. <laughs> Because I had a heart unlike the film. Um, yeah. How about you? <laughs> Alright, well, let's see. I went into this thinking that, you know, like you said, maybe it could be, if not fantastic, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Marvel has set such a high bar at this point that mm-hmm. they're always going to be struggling to reach that. But, yeah, at least decent, and it seemed as though they were doing quite well at setting up most of the characters, obviously, given the number mm-hmm. of characters in this film, there were going to be some that would always fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. One in particular, but I'll, I'll mention that a bit later. And I don't think I had as bad a time with it as you, based on what you were just saying. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I, I think it, it definitely did fall flat on a few things, uh, but... Yeah, we'll obviously get into all of this a little <laughs> mm-hmm. bit later. Uh, yeah. Just to run through the cast list quick, in case you didn't know who was in it, and I am going to do this as quick as I can. Please, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a mile long. All right, yeah. Yeah, I've only written ten down, and when you say you've only written ten down, that's yeah. uh, saying something. Will Smith as Floyd Danton or Deadshot, Jared Leto was Joker, Margot Robbie was Harley Quinn or Harleen Quinzel, depending on Mm. which point in her timeline you're going with, Joel Kinnaman, fresh off of Stranger Things, was Rick Flagg, Viola Davis was Amanda Walker, Jai Courtney was Digger Harkness or Captain Boomerang, one of the Mm. best names in the film, I thought. Jay Hernandez was, and I wrote this down, I think I've got Chato Santana, or El Diablo, mm-hmm. and Adewale Akinue Agbaji, and I'm, <laughs> I really hope I got that right. I was, think you nailed it. Yes, was Waylon Jones, or Killer Croc, mm-hmm. and Carla Delevingne, Delevingne? it's uh, one of those weird spellings mm-hmm. of the last name, was June Moon, or Enchantress. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. Andor used to say. And Karen Fukuhara was Tatsu Yamashiro or Katana. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> that is It's all. <laughs> with with the exception the of one person that I'll probably mention in a minute, that is everyone of note in this film. <laughs> and maybe some more. Yes. <laughs> that were not. Yes. <laughs> But I will say one thing that I did enjoy in this film when it just happened was they brought in a character specifically to show you that someone could die. And that would be Slipknot. Mm-hmm. He, you only see him in the final lineup. You don't see them going to get him. He can apparently climb anything because he has a grapple hook like Batman. Yeah. And the entire point of him being in it is to try and escape and get his head blown off. <laughs> that, was, that was it. That so, was uh, the only reason that he was uh, in this About thing. as well used as Jimmy Olsen and BVS. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, he is the Jimmy Olsen. He is the Jimmy Olsen of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, oh, look, character. Oh, yep, boom, dead. All yeah. right, now sit for two more hours. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so obviously the biggest elephant in the room has got to be Joker. Joker, yeah. So, what was your take on this Joker then? Um, you're going to set the theme with my comments. <laughs> <laughs> I did not care for it. Okay. Uh, and I know this criticism may sound unfair when I say it was so overacted, and you're like, well, it's a comic Joker, book. Yeah. You should overact a little. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, yes. <laughs> and, I, I mean, y- yes, uh, I mean, there is some unavoidable comparing going on to Heath Ledger. There's, um, there's going to be. Uh, you, you can't, because that performance was so iconic. And, <laughs> I mean, just defining of, <laughs> you know, it's one of those performances that's going to stand for years and years as yeah. one of the best performances in a film. Um, so, you know, kind of a uh, tough task to take on anyway. Yeah, um, and you but... want it to be somewhat different. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Joker doesn't change too much in the comics. I, mean, mm. I haven't read all the comics. and So, yeah, obviously, mm. if he does change a lot in something, then forgive me for that. But for the yeah. most part, he's a relatively uh, like even killed Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. we've had 
Jack Nicholson doing the Joker. We've had Heath Ledger doing the Joker. Mm-hmm. We've had Mark Hamill doing the Joker. Fantastically, I might add, in audio form. Mm-hmm. And now we have Jared Leto as the Joker. Um, and obviously Cesar Romero, was it, in the original Batman series? Uh, was that? that could be. Uh, we'll I, uh, get to the fact-checking department. Yes, I, <laughs> I may or may not have just given the wrong actor <laughs> the name there. Um, so we'll see. But, uh, but I thought... Everything I thought was wrong with this character. As far I mean, I can't speak to the comic book, so sorry if I'm talking out of my ass here, people, but right. it's what I do here at Blockbusters. Yes. <laughs> it's part of it's on my name. It's on you know, my little nameplate yeah. on my desk. It talks yeah. out of ass. Um <laughs> But even the the character design with the contacts and the teeth and like the whole looking like he's just like a thug guy. Like I hated that. Right. Um the writing of him I thought was awful. Um, he's really not afforded any big moments or huge moments. Any, um, going back, you know, he Ledger, like not, you felt like every single one of his scenes was a huge moment, but he made it that way. You know, like, (laughs) um, even just in the interrogation room with Batman, you know, it's a, it's a super tense moment, super tense moment. You feel that. So it doesn't have to constantly be blowing things up or, you know, (laughs) him in the semi shooting a, bazooka or whatever the hell you know yeah. uh, it doesn't have to be moments like that but he really wasn't in the movie that much uh, no was not it had a few scenes that I mean he popped up here and there but scenes over like three minutes maybe a handful that were over yeah. a few minutes long yeah I mean he was um, in it more than Batman mm-hmm. but, uh, and in that opening scene did he actually like, take the time to set out all those knives and like oh this is gonna be really cool when <laughs> when, when a camera that I'm not aware of pans yeah. up <laughs> and yeah. I'm laying here well, I, uh, I'm I, like, oh, I started checking out right there. Yeah. Well, they showed that in one of the trailers, and when I was sitting there watching, I was like, okay, I know this is here, so I'm going to see if there's a design I'm missing. Like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe when it zooms out, it's oh, it's in the shape of this. Mm-hmm. As far as I could tell, it's not in the shape of anything. It's just Joker goes here. That, that, that's yeah. about it. What's the purpose <laughs> of that? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, again. Maybe it actually they is were from the comic or something like from that. From that point, it's like know. okay, they're worried more about style than substance, and that genre or that theme kind of carried through. Yeah, it uh, is, it's really, really odd. Uh, the one big problem I had with this Joker, and don't get me wrong, I didn't mm. mind seeing another take on the Joker because if you're yeah. going to do a new Joker, like you can't have someone just pretend to be oh well that's you know Nicholson Joker mm-hmm. in this uh, you need to have a yeah. new Joker you otherwise you can't do be... the level of insanity that Heath Ledger did you yeah know? It, um. you have to be new otherwise you're going to be ripped into anyway mm-hmm. and then you're going to be ripped into because it wasn't the old mm-hmm. one so it's a lose-lose situation yeah unless you pull off a miracle like Heath Ledger did yeah, <laughs> it was like because everyone said you know oh you're never going to be as good as Nicholson. And oh wait, yeah, we actually wait. thought that Nicholson performance was good. We yeah. are idiots. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, the the problem I had is that this Joker cared for Harley Quinn. Did he? Because he's kind of a dick. Well, yeah. <laughs> I hate that relationship between them. And I uh, yeah. Well, that's saying in the comics, as, as far as I'm aware. Again, please feel free mm-hmm. to correct me if you hear this and go, "Well, actually, no, it's this." But the Joker in the comics that I'm aware of, he treats everyone and everything as a means to an end. The reason that he makes Harley Quinn fall in love with him and break him out of, or help him get out of Arkham Asylum and all of that, is because he needs to get out of Arkham Asylum. He doesn't want to be in there. So when this person who is absolutely obsessed with him, willing to do anything he wants, is around, he's he's even still a little annoyed Mm -hmm. because... All he wanted to do was get out, and now he's got this thing. And obviously now she can fit into his plans. But if she was to be captured, then he'll get her out when it suits him. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to get her out because he wants to get her out. That, that doesn't happen, and that's what they did in this film. He wants Harley Quinn back. That's all he wants in this, and that's not the Joker. So I don't know why they wrote it that way I don't yeah and uh, Margaret Robbie even came out and said she wasn't a fan of the relationship like how you know controlling he's portrayed yeah um, you know and it, uh, I, I don't know how much of the cartoons you've seen like, mm-hmm. that's very very good in the cartoons where you have this Harley like 
for instance, the line that slipped past all the censors when she's running around the room just going, you know, come on, Mr. J, don't you want to ride your Harley? And then, like, mm-hmm. running around, and he's just like, go away. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to do that. Get lost. Like, like, uh-huh. That's the Joker. And this, this Joker dropped everything to get Harley Quinn back. Mm-hmm. And then... Like, maybe he's dead at the end. Probably isn't. Don't care. <laughs> that, that's the big problem uh-huh. with this as well. And I found it a lot in the film. They just seem to ambiguously deal with a fair number of characters. And it's like, okay. Uh, and, okay, going right to the end. Okay. <laughs> like, Skip right, to the end. Yeah, right at the end here. Why should we assume that Enchantress's brother is dead? Why would explosives kill him? That's what, yeah, <laughs> because it seems like uh, other mortal weapon, like other gunpowder power device or whatever, yeah. you know, bullets aren't hurting him, yeah. other things aren't Mi- Missiles didn't hurt him as far as we know. But get a big enough bomb and it'll kill anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, especially since him and El Diablo, they're made of fire. Basically, is what you're looking at. <laughs> and they're going fire. to use firepower. Anything so you need, some sort of ice. Bomb. Yes. Yes, Mr. Freeze. You need to bring Mr. Freeze in on this. Mm. You know what? You know, if it wouldn't Arnold have been Sch- bad. If Arnold Schwarzenegger had turned up as Mr. Freeze right at the end, just just terrible ice mm. pun and then yeah. away. Like, sure, uh-huh. I'll go with it. That's fine. Hasn't this movie been cool? <laughs> Bye, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, like, well, at least that was something. Or yeah. they just rip the images of him from was it, uh, mm-hmm. Batman and Robin, and then just put it in, like even with that old audio as well. So it's like, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age, and then you just see him, and then they're just frozen, and then he <laughs> never mentioned again. Like, <laughs> I would have, I would have yeah. liked that more than. Mm-hmm how they did it and it's just explosion well yeah, I know they're, we're, they're we're working really a little dead. backwards here but I am getting a, a little sick of the um, bad guys being giant gods <laughs> it seems like and that's to Marvel too a little bit uh, I suppose, you know, yeah. everything oh it's a giant god <laughs> oh look he gets really big and he's can destroy anything okay. yeah well I was um, actually going to say that Enchantress's brother who I don't remember did they give him a name uh, probably. Uh, probably yeah. So, how much I care about that character? He, he basically reminded me of I don't know who, how much you remember from, or if you watched at all the original X Men cartoon show. But there was a character in there called Apocalypse, and mm-hmm. he looked a lot different from the Apocalypse yeah. in the recent film. And he basically looked like he shook that guy, and made him of fire. And gave him Ultron's kind of face marking. Mm-hmm. That was him. Like that was all it was. It was just these things put together, and it was like, oh, so you're, you're just ripping off other things here? Like you're, you're not bothering to come up with something that looked even remotely like Enchantress, their brother and sister. Surely there should be some like similarity between them in looks of some kind. But maybe, nope. maybe they were adop- one was adopted. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he, he was the adopted one yeah. <laughs> from the ice giants. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, this. I mean, was there anything about this film that you did enjoy? Then that I did enjoy. Well, this is always a telling sign of how well you enjoyed a film. When your go-to is, I really enjoyed the set design. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the set design, you're like, ooh, wow, you're really reaching. <laughs> yep, I am. Set design. Uh, I thought the credit sequences looked great. Yeah, they did. The end. <laughs> end of speech. Right. <laughs> um, now, yeah. Okay. So- I, I think you know. Um, so sorry if I continue there. Um, I think Margot Robbie and Will Smith did their absolute best with what they could do, much like Affleck did in yeah. BVS, did the best he could do. Um, I, I enjoyed them a little more than I did Affleck and, and Batman. But, uh, okay. um, yeah, uh, <laughs> just I, I don't know where to begin with, <laughs> with my issues with this. because um, Well, why don't we talk about <laughs> Deadshot and Harley Quinn then? So, obviously, sure. you said you you thought they did the best of what they, did, yeah. what they had. Mm-hmm. So, did you like Will Smith as Deadshot? You know, I didn't mind him. Um, 
as with all the other characters, I I, I feel like his backstory was a little forced. Hmm. Um, because I mean, his was almost the mo- the one you saw the most of. Most of, yeah. Um, but it still didn't work for me. Um, I mean, he's still a murderer. <laughs> There's yeah. no getting around that. He is a still a bad hire. guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just yeah, the, it's unavoidable to get. So I'll get it out now. It, this film just lacks any sort of emotional heart, uh, yeah. or emotional investment or heart. Just like uh, you just can't have a group of killer badasses and. <laughs> Expect it to be a good movie. Yeah. There needs to be something that grounds them to a reality. Uh, some <laughs> some entry point for the common person, aka movie viewer yeah. watcher, to access that character to understand and relate to them. Yeah. And there was none of that. I, and don't give me this Will Smith and his daughter bullcrap. I didn't <laughs> care about it for a second. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming up a little harsh. I'm sick. I'm sorry, yeah, <laughs> but fun. it made me mad. It made me resent the film. Uh, <laughs> Even, like, Dark Knight Rises, um, you know, not... It was still a very enjoyable movie, I think, for me, but yeah. probably the least favorite of those three, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I, um, I can get behind that. But still, even in that film, you see Bane's vulnerability, and you see mm-hmm. Selena Kyle's vulnerability. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're shown to be, even though they have this screwed-up take on the world, or, you know, from that perspective, yeah. they still have feelings and still care about things, you know, and I felt none of that in this film. Yeah. And, and even with the reshoots, like, you <laughs> could you not tell every scene that was a freaking reshoot? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> with, uh, insert corny joke, insert, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, the yeah. only thing I will say is, this film got a lot of slack for, you know, going, oh, okay, we're reshooting this stuff. Mm-hmm. Name me one film that didn't reshoot something like i said that there are i think it's more the extent like yeah yeah there there are loads of films that decided to redo something Mm -hmm. uh for instance shall we say i don't think it was the original spider-man i believe Mm -hmm. it was spider-man 2 Mm -hmm. when they obviously had the two towers in it and then the terrorist attack happened and they Mm -hmm. were like okay nope we're (laughs) we're changing that entirely and then this one it seemed as though the reshoot were a reaction to the trailer. However, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that the planned reshoots mm-hmm. were a reaction to the trailer. I think they just added to it because <laughs> like, so, yeah. I'm sure they had something for they were like, oh no, we missed this, we missed this, or, oh we should have gone this way, so we'll just do that. And then they were like, you know what? Why don't we film some of this as well, and we'll see if we can throw it in. And then mm-hmm. uh, they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the problem I think they've run into is they made Suicide Squad. And once again, this is about people who are the worst villains there are in this universe mm-hmm. being fitted with devices that will blow their heads off if they don't do what they're told. Doing things that people aren't supposed to know that they're doing to either get time off their sentences or for other mm-hmm. reasons. And they made it a PG-13 once again, the worst rating <laughs> out yeah. there. I hate PG-13. And the only... The, what I want to see, actually, now, is I want these films to... I mean, obviously, if it's not meant to be an R rating, mm-hmm. and for those in the UK, let's say an 18, if it's not meant to be that rating, if it actually is aimed at the younger audience, and fair enough, make it that way. But if it's from something which would be more towards a mature audience, make it that way, release it in the cinema that way, and then when it comes out on DVD, have an alternate cut or something hmm. so you can watch it with your kids or whatever, yeah. and they can see the version that is... Well, guess what? Not out. everything needs to be tailored to, <laughs> to the kids. I'm sorry. You know, no, you grow yeah. up and then you can see movies later, or... You can show them to your kids and say, it's a movie. Yeah. And <laughs> trust that they're probably a lot smarter than you <laughs> anyway, because that's the world we live in now. And, yeah. you know, two-year-olds can run iPhones. But, yeah, it's don't half-ass it like this. It's Yeah. It, be one or the other. That's and, always going to be the issue with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Especially, obviously, DC now is trying to play catch-up. And they're trying to play it quickly. Yeah, and they're trying to make it as widely available as possible, but Mm -hmm. most of their stuff isn't 
aimed like that. As you go to their comics, there's some really gritty, really heavy stuff in mm-hmm. their comics, and they're adapting it to be family friendly, and that's mm-hmm. not that's not what you want. That's not what the people that read the comics want. And there's not a lot of people like us who want to go and see... Uh, like, I, Even though it's not a great film, I loved Watchmen because it didn't tone it down. Like it yeah. was, this is what that world was. And this is Watchmen done for the kiddies. So it's like, what, what have you done with this franchise? I don't get it. Yeah. I, uh, and I don't understand. Why does everything have to be so freaking bleak with these like <laughs> the Dark Knight trilogy rode that line of edgy and but with humor and yeah. <laughs> there was not always in a dark hole or basement there was wonderfully lit scenes you know they were yeah. they went all over the place this everything that seems like they want to do now is just bleak 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 just dark <laughs> no fun at all you know this is just a horrible dangerous world and no. Well, well, it happened at night. It did. So, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to play <laughs> catch up with Marvel. Throw some fucking color in your movie. <laughs> and not just on Margot Robbie's ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I felt like I should probably try keeping some sort of ass shot mm-hmm. like counter going mm-hmm. while I was doing it. And round about halfway through, I was like, I've lost count. They just mm-hmm. keep having shots where it's either her ass or you see someone else and then she walks by. Like, it's yeah. just... It was, uh, she's not... Okay. <laughs> this is, I mean, can we say one of the most overly sexualized characters in recent memory? Like, it was uh, pretty bad, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem you're going to run into is, of course, there are multiple takes on Harley Quinn now. Mm-hmm. And... People were saying, oh, what the hell have they done? She's not dressed in the you know, traditional. And mm-hmm. when I say traditional, I'm talking about the original cartoon series where she like the is the just basically, yeah. yes, the yeah. jester kind of outfit, mm-hmm. the onesie. Yeah. But there are comic books uh, run out there where she is basically wearing this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what they went with. Well, you they can went guess with a, why they yeah, went with that. Uh, yes, because you have a beautiful actress playing the role, and that's all she is is ass. So yeah. let's just shoot that. Yeah, and it it was one of those things where I would have loved to have seen her, and you you saw it was mm-hmm. there in that trunk mm-hmm. or whatever it was she was going through. She had the original costume, mm-hmm. and they could have gone with it. However, I would point out that that is somewhat impractical in a fighting situation. Because <laughs> would you want to be in a onesie in a fight? <laughs> you, you don't. You can't really stretch too far one direction. <laughs> yes, the booty shorts much more comfortable. Uh, I'm sure. Yes. But I mean, I'm not I w- saying they're comfy. I'm saying yeah. they're just a bit more practical. <laughs> but I would have loved to have seen that time a little, spent a little more in doing a little bit more of her backstory, a little bit more of her time at Arkham. As the doctor, or as the yeah. or as the psychiatrist, uh, well, I think what would have been great is as you go through the film, like rather than doing all of her falling for the Joker in one go, and when I say all of, mm-hmm. what a minute, yeah. I think like, I think as you went through the film, because even though Deadshot is like I guess the like the head of that group, as it were, mm-hmm. I should say. It's clear that Harley Quinn was the main focus of the film. So, as the film goes on, you should have seen, in chronological order, snippets of her going from being the the head psychologist at Arkham, first meeting the Joker, then a few sessions in, then when she's absolutely mm. besotted with him, then after she, mm. <laughs> they've broken out, and then the final transformation right at the end. And I think that that would have been something that could have happened like when that helicopter crashes and she thinks Joker's dead then have the flash to him pushing her into the thing and then jumping in to save her like I think mm. that would have been the best place to the, put it yeah you're, and you're touching on another one of the issues how <laughs> I think how poorly edited I feel like this film was yeah um, I, I, in conjunction with the writing yeah, um, I, mean, I, I don't know how much of that was written that way, but I have conflicting. The pacing on was this. all over the place. I'd say the, the editing was awful. However, the pacing was good. So somehow they badly edited the story and plot line mm-hmm. together. But be, I think because they worked out a pacing that worked, mm-hmm. 
they were like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you get to the big boss battle, guess what? It's too late for backstory. I don't need cutaways <laughs> to backstory at that point. No. I should need to know er- everything I need to know about these characters by then. <laughs> and and I don't need, yeah, that whole El Diablo, or <laughs> Diablo's, like, that was like a five-minute scene that just took the air out of everything. Yeah. And one thing I found That's very, very strange... <sighs> Mm-hmm. is Harley Quinn has that, like, at the end, or towards the end, Enchantress gives all of them images of the perfect life, the, what they want. And Harley Quinn is her, as her old self, mm-hmm. married to the Joker, who isn't the Joker. And she's fine with that. Mm-hmm. No. She, she just wants to be married to Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, she, wants to, she wants to be with the Joker. She uh, doesn't want to be with normal, be whatever with, the guy yeah, actually Yeah, accountant is. Joker or whoever, you know. Yeah, d- uh, she should have been the guy. first one to cut out of it. I mean, obviously they wanted El Diablo mm-hmm. to be the one to cut out of it because he can see and no further explanation is given to that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she should have been one of the ones to just be like... Um, you're wrong. This is. I don't want this. Mm. I want that Joker. <laughs> I want pudding. I don't want. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Mister Nine to Five. <laughs> no kidding. Um, yeah. Um, so you thought it was well paced? I thought the pacing was good. There was never. I mean, with the exception of, as you said, like the kind of cutaway to the extra long backstory. That one was mm-hmm. a bit odd. But in terms of action to like. Story, action, story, action, story. It mm. actually did kind of ride the wave quite well. I was never looking at my watch. Oh, which, if I had a watch I had on, done. I would have. Because <laughs> this felt but, like 2.40 to me, not yeah. 2 hours and 3. Yeah. I mean, ba- Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. There was one point I pulled my phone out and like, I was just like, okay, how much longer is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I don't do I don't pull my phone out in the cinema. That's mm-hmm. not what you do, but I, I don't own a watch. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know what the time was. Uh-huh. Whereas this film, I felt, I, ne- I never felt it was either going on too long or that it was losing me for a long amount of time. Uh, with, with the exception, as we said, mm-hmm. of that kind of randomly placed backstory but so I felt like the whole middle of this movie was just Uh, just, it was so hard to stick with it for me Um, I really did not want to stick through it I really didn't and I'm like oh let's watch them throw millions more at this budget that's overinflated and really unnecessary I'm assuming with the bubble bubble boy henchmen's and yeah yeah. I'm assuming when you say the middle bit you're referring to when they go to the bar. Everything, the, anything not the first ten minutes or the last ten yes. minutes. Yes. That is the middle bit. Yeah, but basically from when they first start fighting the bubble mm-hmm. people to when they get to the bar. I imagine that was probably your, this is dragging time. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. I didn't mind that bit because I felt, obviously you finally got to see Deadshot be kick-ass. I mean, you saw Mm -hmm. the impossible shot he was able to pull off at the beginning when you saw him Mm -hmm. taking out the, I guess, the Mafia informant or whatever. Yeah. So you've seen that, but you didn't see, with the exception of, oh, they gave him a gun and he shot the targets. Mm -hmm. You you didn't see people actually seeing what he could do until that point. So I was fine with that. And I thought that the bar scene kind of worked well, especially, and I, I I actually enjoyed Jai Courtney in this because he genuinely was always trying to find a way out and that moment mm-hmm. when Rick Flagg is like he just breaks that control and says, You're free, I don't care and then Captain Boomerang is off. Like he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> at that point. I yeah. thought that was a perfect little moment in there and I really enjoyed that. I no idea why he came back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was not, back again at the end there. But, not sure uh, I would have kept going. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I do think that he was probably one of those people that if he's like, oh, if no one else is leaving, okay, fine, <laughs> I'll help out. <laughs> I was entertaining myself in the movie by calling him Tom Hardly in my head, so <laughs> that that got me through a little while. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, oh, Tom Hardly. Yeah, he'd be. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's <laughs> yeah. that was the resort I had to go to. Uh, right. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you, and 
Yes. As much as I kind of enjoyed the character once she was on screen, how did you like the introduction of Katana? Introduction, rather, I should say. Was there one? <laughs> yes, it I mean, was his yeah. Katana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're going to tell you less than we told you about Cyclops, or Cylops, or what was her name? from Psylocke. Cy- Psylocke, yeah, yeah. From, <laughs> from X-Men. Yes, um, that was... Yes. Worst character, you know, even poorer uh, characterization, yeah. Yeah, it was... It was awful. So Why was she even in the movie? Probably because... Why? Because the... she's in the... <laughs> if you're not going to spend the time on it, yeah. edit room. Sorry. Yeah, I did. I think the main problem is they needed to have a super and or meta or the person on their side, like definitely working mm-hmm. for them. And so they were like, "Oh, sure." Did she have any? I mean, I, I like I said, I kind of <laughs> did. She have any contributions, major moments? I mean, she's in the battle there. Uh, Was there anything that hinged on her existence? Not really. No, I'm answering it. Really. No, she just <laughs> no. helped out. Yeah, she was there. <laughs> yeah. And that that was the thing. When Enchantress ended up with those swords, I thought, oh, it's going to come down to the two mm-hmm. of them fighting. And then everyone else is like trying to either get rid of the big guy mm-hmm. or try to... No, she just occasionally swung the sword. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. And then casually mentioned, oh yeah, there's a soul in the sword. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that... She had so, one And then I'm the, supposed to care about her then because she like loves this the, her sword husband or whatever. <laughs> Is that what was in there? Which if or, anyone has seen or played the game Transistor, yeah, that is the exact thing <laughs> right there. That is that. It's kind of... Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that Katana, the character, has been around for way longer than Transistor, the game. But, yeah, it, it that's it, basically. It's just the soul inside the sword, but that one can't speak. So, there we go. Yeah. yeah it, I, um, I don't... Uh, I don't really know where else to go from here other than... Uh, did you notice how there were a couple of shots, especially when the helicopters were coming into the city? The city was beautifully rendered. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like, looked great. You could see all the I stuff agree going on. on. Yeah. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the helicopters were shit. They were absolute shit. Yeah, they were, they were the worst CG I have seen in a long time. It was awful. I don't understand how mm-hmm. that could happen. How can you have such a well done cityscape moving like the camera? And I'm mm-hmm. using inverted commas. Here, yeah, is moving through the cityscape. You're seeing all of this stuff happen, mm-hmm. and then you're just seeing what looks like a 480p image of the mm-hmm. helicopter added on top of it it was so weird i don't get it yeah they it was noticeably bad like not even where i'm like oh wow that could be a little better i'm like what just <laughs> yikes yeah uh, yeah that's awful like yeah and I, I don't i think they spend all the time on enchantress the brother mm. and the city and then everything they're like crap we forgot the helicopters uh we've got two hours <laughs> get it in there uh-huh no, no, sorry, not to, and that's trivializing the thing. Like they would, they probably would have needed a solid couple of days to get mm-hmm. it to even that point. So yeah, yeah. How about you cut out some of the uh, the tar bubble henchmen, whatever, and you know, not you don't need a thousand of those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put some money in the fucking helicopters. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't fully understand. A lot of some of the stuff they did. For instance, Enchantress, obviously she had powers. And they never really go into anything about it. It's just she can do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously it said she's from another world or another thing. Like mm-hmm. Whatever, it doesn't matter. She just can do all this stuff and there's no limit, apparently. Yeah. At all. Um, <laughs> goes to, I think, the, the writing. Um, also... I, yeah. Why was the brother not in one of those suitcases? Like, why wouldn't the brother be right next to the heart? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so she got too close. Yeah. My heart. Like, Cause, well, because we all know witches are useless without their hearts, right? That's established. Yes. Okay. So I'm glad we got that straight. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, again, uh, 
obviously that was the world that was set up and I'm sure in the comics it is the same but sure. yes, it did kind of come out of nowhere <laughs> but just because something have, doesn't mean you have to hold true to it if it sounds like bullshit yes. <laughs> you know you can change things around a bit and uh, one, one it's other a separate thing, thing one other thing as well so they found her heart and her brother mm-hmm. in the same place that Enchantress was in right? I guess they just had to move a couple more rocks and, and, and yeah. oh look there it is okay right. and June Moon the mm-hmm. archaeologist went there by herself Moon Raider how the yeah. hell did she not find it herself surely having been taken over by Enchantress Enchantress would go oh yeah my uh, heart's over we want to get that before we leave <laughs> yeah. yeah my heart might be useful you know, um, we kind of need that to be a complete badass <laughs> um, so if you want to grab that real quick that'd be cool yeah, uh, yeah. but no um, yeah. I, again it's just, just an example of just bad writing all over the place which is weird to me because David Ayer has wrote one of my favorite films End of Watch which I think is a supremely well done uh, police drama. Um, have you ever seen that one, Paul? They uh, use a, l- a lot of like surveillance cameras and dash cams, and it's I, like real time. You I know, a lot not, of it. It's, I've, I've seen. It's for very well done, and I think very well written. So I right. know this guy can write. It's, but he, I don't know if it was the double task of directing and writing this. Um, Maybe. But there were a couple of times, and let me know if you think this, if this bothered you, if you noticed it, or and if you think it's an example of poor writing, because I obviously <laughs> think it is. But there were multiple occasions, I only wrote down the, the two that came to mind, but where they would just have a bit of exposition, or strike that, this, something would happen, it'd make no sense to us, the yeah. movie viewers, make no sense to the people on screen, and then they quickly explain it, and then move <laughs> on. Like... After the like, once was um, how the witch didn't end up blowing up the bomb, you know, yeah. uh, early on, and you know, and then they should, you know, should the heart getting stabbed, 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 stabbed. Like really quick throwaway explanation there. Yeah. Uh, another one was like, oh, how do they know all of these locations at the black sites that they're blowing up? You know, up then, and then quick cut to uh, Viola hooked up Matrix style. Yeah. Like, uh, well, oh wait, let me explain. Let me answer this real quick for you. And then I just think that was so sloppy. And... I wanted to mention that this was the only part in the film where I actually laughed, which oh, was I had a couple of laughs. Which was when that thing goes out, destroys the satellite, and they're like. That was our main satellite yes. uplink. <laughs> I wish what? I'd written that. Yes, because we have a main... That was our favorite satellite. <laughs> no! Yeah, it was like... Not Jimmy. Wow, I named him Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was this thing of like almost as if it was from the original TV show. Just uh-huh. like, you know, ah, they disrupted it. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Why, Why is that... Uh. There, guess what? Yeah, there is no main satellite. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of work together. Yeah. yeah, and even if yeah, the one satellite were taken out, I'm sure the U.S. military has multiple satellites. Yeah, <laughs> shoot, they found our one satellite. Yeah, oh, the rest of these are just for show. I, yes, I expect one. that writing in a Michael Bay film, but not in Suicide Squad. Um, yes, but here it was nonetheless. Um, there's a couple other things I wanted to bring up, if that's all right with you. Yeah. The music cues drove me insane, <laughs> especially in the opening of this film. And the opening, I mean, by the, the first half hour, yeah. there have got to be 10 to 15 music cues. Yeah. And it's, I would have so much rather seen, instead of buying the rights to those songs that are, uh, number one, extremely dated, which uh, I don't care <laughs> what time this... Suicide Squad was supposed to happen in or whatever, and here's the thing: I like most of those most of those songs, mm-hmm. but it didn't work for me in the film. And it was like every two seconds, oh, House of the Rising Sun, and then an ACDC song, and then a you know yeah, a Queen, a Queen Watch song, and the, just every two minutes there was like a thirty second cue. Yeah, it, it seems like, uh, well, it's just like, like, look how cool we are. Look how cool this movie is going to be. Yeah, they, they were definitely pairing that music with the Suicide Squad being together. Like that was, yeah, that was how they were doing that, and it wasn't necessary. And the entire <laughs> opening of the film too, like the whole profile 
like bring it up, you know, bring up like their baseball card or whatever with their yeah. stats and stuff. Like, um, yeah, there I was mean, a little bit of that in Guardians, you know, uh, <laughs> just you know, they, they kind of a little bit. It really yeah, worked well. Right. They didn't beat it over the head like they did here. Yeah, and, and it took so long to get them together. Just. <laughs> Get them together, explain bits and pieces as you go, but let's get it moving. Yeah. And uh, it just felt video game-ish, you know, for me. Yeah, I mean, th- there was a couple of points where I almost felt like it was kind of Scott Pilgrim-esque. Mm-hmm. Where it was just being, exactly. like, the thing just popping up on screen. Like, yeah. oh, well, Attributes, okay. here's a special ability, blah, blah, yeah, all that shit. Although, <laughs> there was one thing I heard on a podcast, I can't remember which one, but where they're basically saying that there were only two people on the team that had any actual powers. The rest of the people on the team were all just very good at something. <laughs> so you mm. had Deadshot, who never misses. You have Harley Quinn, Queen? Harley Quinn, <laughs> who is just insane. Who can swing a bat. <laughs> yep. And uh-huh. you know, can, can fight. That, that is one thing about Harley Quinn. She can fight. Yeah. And then you've got something Captain Boomerang, who is very good with a boomerang. <laughs> Everyone's favorite weapon of choice, the yes. boomerang. <laughs> uh, you got. Then you got Killer Croc, who, granted, he seems to have mutated a bit, but he's just strong. Like that's about it. He doesn't mm-hmm. really have powers. He's just strong. He's a, he's a scaly uh, thing or the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you've got El Diablo and Enchantress. Both of whom, at the end of the film, no longer exist, supposedly. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's any number of ways <laughs> they can go from there, but you put together this squad of people who, the idea is they're almost meta-human, and then you got rid of the actual meta-humans. And then, that's it. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. How, how are we supposed to, let's say they make a suicide squad 2 for some reason? What are they going to do now? Are they going to get Poison Ivy added in so that they have someone with an ability of some kind? <laughs> that can do something? Um, yeah. Uh, good question. <laughs> lots of good questions asked. Yes. Uh, no answers, but lots you, of good questions. So did you notice how the end of this movie was Ghostbusters? It was. Yes, <laughs> it, was. it was. It was. They ripped, totally ripped off the third act of Ghostbusters, uh, where you have a... God, um, if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. 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 <laughs> um, well, and but, also, uh, well, modern Ghostbusters as well, with Machine causing big mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. and having to deal with that as well. Yeah. Just, so you have the like the skyscraper with the beam of light, you know, coming out with all the shit sort of them, very Ghostbusters esque, mm-hmm. and then uh, you have essentially Zool, um, yeah. who. Although, I, what? Why did she need a machine? What, I don't know. What was that? And what exactly? did she? Yeah, exactly. She that whole machine line was. Uh, that was. So, uh, yeah, because I need a machine. Okay. So, oh, really? I will make a machine. <laughs> Do you need our one satellite? <laughs> Here's our favorite satellite. That's, all, that's that. all the machine did. It just yeah. took down the satellite. Because uh, um, what was it going to do? They never actually said <laughs> it was just going to do something, and then it didn't do that thing. Uh, so we don't know what it was going to do. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I can get back to uh, yes, yes, Ghostbusters yes. here, sorry. Um, yes, because that is something I do enjoy talking about. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you have this Zool moving around. Did you feel like like either the character or the actor had to go to the bathroom? <laughs> uh, the, this weird like, shoulder dip that drove me and like, oh, I need to dance and writhe around. Like this, and uh, like, okay, your your motivation is you really have to pee, yeah. but you really got to get this conquering the world shit out of the way first. Well, what one thing that that's kind of fun is if anyone is listening to this, hasn't seen it, will go see it, whatever. At this point, watch it because when she's doing that weird thing, she always starts with the left arm, mm-hmm. and then only once did she get to the right arm because. <laughs> It, it was always the left arms out and something was happening and then cuts away. And then the next time you come back, here comes the left oh, arm again. over again. Uh-huh. And then I think the third time you see her doing it, finally the right arm comes out and then she turns around. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and just to finish off, um, with uh, Dana being woken up uh, in one of the yep. dog things, we have... Yeah. Melanie Moon in the rubble. Like, come yes. on. How beat for beat could you get there at the end? 
Also, uh, Melody Moon is a much better name than June Moon. <laughs> oh, yeah, is that yeah, what I said? The, <laughs> Melody Moon, is yeah, that what I it, said? Yeah, but then you get the alliteration. Who knows, I'm sick. Yeah, the alliteration yeah, Then you get the Stan Lee alliteration, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> not, yeah, June Moon. What shithead yeah. parents did that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we wanted September, but it didn't work, so June yeah. is... Yeah, um... All right, so obviously we're getting towards the end here, and yeah, that's kind of what we thought. What did other people yes. think about this? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Though. Before we had to do our rating, this I think had the most response when I said, "Hey, we're doing this. What do mm-hmm. you think?" And how many death threats do I currently have? Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> After my opinions here. Well, let's see. So going in roughly the order I received them in. So at Sci-Fi Movie Guys. They said, Suicide Squad felt like a rushed, bloated mess. DC is trying to catch up to Marvel without investing time in characterization. Completely uh, agree. So, mm-hmm. at T. Southcott, that Tony Southcott, uh, cool guy, he says, Suicide Squad's strength isn't in its plot. That has <laughs> about the same rigidity as a bowl of spaghetti. It's with several characters that seem more fleshed out and better imagined than villains in other superhero movies. I will actually kind of agree with that one, that uh, a lot of comic book and superhero villains are very one note. So Mm -hmm. they did at least give some of them a little bit more fleshing out. Uh, It even manages to make the most useless villain, Captain Boomerang, entertaining and enjoyable. (laughs) In the end, it is a tie-dye streaked mess that still turned out to be enjoyable and even needed for the comic book genre. It isn't the home run DC was looking for, but it was the movie they needed. Mm. That's his sign I there. think they needed a little more, but well, you should do it. At the Last Row Pod, a uh, great podcast actually there, uh, Drew from At the Last Row Pod there, uh, responded to that one saying couldn't have said it better perfectly stated I really enjoyed the film although it was more of a summer blockbuster than overall great film I really enjoyed the cast specifically Will Smith as Deadshot the story was thin but the chemistry between the team was good I'd have preferred to see them take on a more formidable opponent as opposed to a magical beam in the sky but it allowed the team to shine so and I will agree obviously we haven't touched too much mm-hmm. on stuff we like but I did feel that the team worked well together especially not at the very end because obviously at the very end it was just big fight but towards the end you could see them working together more and you saw the build up Mm -hmm. to that so I will agree with that one Uh, then we have my wife who basically just said Boomerang was stupid and useless, and I didn't like Leto's Joker. So (laughs) I agree with the wife there too. And Mm -hmm. I also got from John Brusque, who, if you don't recognize the name, he's the guy that runs our network, Pod Bros. Mm-hmm. He simply says, good acting, terrible plot. So, <laughs> there's that. Half right. <laughs> yeah. uh, and my mum decided to get a hold of me to oh. simply say, seeing it tomorrow. Okay, so, well, yes. uh, thanks for that. DVD <laughs> there. <laughs> we'll update you as needed yes. on the results of that. And a friend of mine who, he is the comic book guy, he got a hold of us, or I say us, got a hold of me, to say that his his review, I guess as it were, is strong character moment, I mean, he might mean moments, but mm-hmm. he says moment, surprisingly believable motivations, terrible plot, bad CGI, and bad major villain. Like Leto, but wasn't really given enough time to truly get... And then I think it cut him off there. Mm. Uh, also, too many characters. Croc, Katana, and Boomerang not given a chance. And he gives a score of minus six for oh. that. So, there we go. That is everything I have had back as of this recording. I will just quickly do a check, see if anyone else... Uh, no, no one else has got back to us. Alrighty. <laughs> So, I believe it is your turn to go is first. Is it? Okay. <laughs> well, uh, so let's see. <laughs> well, what do we think is going to happen here? Uh, really high school. Well, uh, I don't want to go too long here because I've said pretty much all I needed to say here. Yeah. Um, there was no fun in this movie for me. There, right. it was just all dark and joyless. Yeah. Uh, like I said, no. I think poor characterization and for the most part on most of the members of the squad and mm. uh, yeah I just I, I 
think more care and time could have been spent in there. The horrible editing, um, just the lack of any real enjoyment or emotion or f- sense of fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, just one. It's just dark and boring and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's put it on the poster. Um, yeah. Brian Glosterman. Happy to, <laughs> happy to sign it. Um, I'm coming down hard. <laughs> right. I'm coming down hard with a minus eight point five. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I can. I hated this movie. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> if that was not clear in the previous yes. fifty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. <laughs> well, I, I said it <laughs> well, the beginning. I think it's gonna go up. Yeah. Yes, uh, my score is not quite that low. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I, as I did just say a few minutes ago, I did kind of enjoy the camaraderie. camaraderie. I'm, <laughs> I've turned into the camaraderie. <laughs> uh, the camaraderie mm-hmm. of the characters in the squad. Uh, and, you know, obviously they had to get the title, the roll credits moment in there from Deadshot as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think that Margot Robbie did probably the best she could with what she had, and I'm looking forward to yes, seeing I agree. Yeah. if that other film mm-hmm. comes out, what they do with that. I enjoyed seeing another take on the Joker, even though I didn't think it was well done in terms of motivation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen his take on the Joker written properly. Because I, I think if they'd written him properly and given him actual stuff to do rather than just, I want Harley back! then I think it would have been a lot better. And as I said, I enjoyed Jai Courtney, but you know, it, he wasn't given much to do. And and they gave Killer Croc the... Uh, we didn't even mention this. The no. uh, very stereotypical black guy line. He mm-hmm. even references BET at one point. Yeah. Like, and for those of you not in America, BET is Black Entertainment Television, I believe. Mm. Yes. And it's it's... Uh, TV channel, pretty much all black people in the shows and like mm. just all in music, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yes, basically, yeah. It basically, he was a black power person. It was just uh, ridiculous. So, <laughs> but yeah. So I've, I've got both the good and the bad in there. I didn't hate it as much as Brian. So, <laughs> but I am going to say that I agree with my friend in that it's about a minus six it's just it's not great they could have done way better with it Mm -hmm. and i think they should have this is one of those films where they should have let either kevin smith write it or something in fact kevin smith should have written this suicide squad needed to be written by someone that a can write dialogue because it's a lot of dialogue and b knows the characters exactly loves the characters yeah yeah so nothing against the director of this in terms of his writing because as we heard like Mm -hmm. he's a good writer he just wasn't the best guy to do this not not with this material no yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. yeah i I get the feeling he's probably best doing his own stuff rather than writing what Mm -hmm. other people have done so Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about Batman. Or, I mean, because I guess there wasn't a lot to talk about, was it? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, he's not, not in it very much. No, and only in flashbacks. Yeah. Or yep. flash forward. No, yeah, there, entirely yeah. in flashback, with the exception yeah. of the mid credit sequence, mm-hmm. where yeah. he you finally find out how he got information on uh, Aquaman and the Flash and <laughs> Enchantress as well. Yes, right? once again, explaining things after the fact. Yeah, yeah. so... And it, it was a pointless scene, and also the idea that I got from that was, does she know that he's Batman, or does she not? Because <laughs> it's, it's very uh, ambiguous. Oh, and Superman's still dead as of this point. We forgot to mention that. Yes. <laughs> yes still su- dead. Superman's still dead. Uh, yes, we'll keep you updated on that. <laughs> yes, I imagine he won't be dead by the time the Justice League film starts, but... Uh, I think he'll be resurrected somewhere around the third act. <laughs> uh, the... You know, hey, is that not your prediction? No, I, I think it'll be towards the beginning because the, yeah, uh, like they'll get the the league kind of together. He'll be working mm-hmm. for them, and then he'll come back because he'll be needed for something. Because magic, yes. because reasons, <laughs> because the sun or something. <laughs> okay. okay, well, that's a conversation for another day. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. 
So, yeah, do let us know what you thought, if you agree, if you disagree, mm-hmm. if you want to say anything, really. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll listen to pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> and remember, it is just a movie, even yes. like the great ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just movies. Yes. So. Uh, so, again, we're found on Twitter, at Blowbusters. Just search Blowbusters, you'll find us everywhere. Mm-hmm. Email us, blowbusterpodcastgmail.com. And please do I know we said at the beginning and every podcast says it but seriously please do rate us you don't even need to review us you don't want to just, <laughs> just give us a rating click that five star because and... it, it really does help get us out there yes. so more people are it helps awareness so much yes yeah. Yeah. So we would be very out. indebted to you and yes. at some point soon I'm decided I'm actually going to take all the reviews we've got mm. and give them all a shout out because we, we didn't we haven't really mm. done that before and I feel like we should we can yeah, so. do that as a film for thought episode yeah or something I, I like think that. so yeah alright All right. <laughs> well that's it for me that's it for me bye bye bye, bye.